today. Yeah, waking up to the sad news this morning of the passing of legendary musician Steve Kekana, uh, passing on at the age of 63. Uh, he passed away at a Polokwane hospital following a short illness. Uh, his cousin Johannes Kekana said he was admitted to hospital on Wednesday. Mm. And now we speak to one of the musicians who've worked with him, um, Joe Nina. Hey, Joe. Greetings, how are you doing? Madala, long time. Yeah, long, long time indeed. So unfortunate that we chat to you, you know, and, yeah, yeah. you know, the bearer of bad news. Otherwise, Absolutely. how are you, brother? Uh, I've been better. Mm. I've been much better, but uh, yeah, it has happened. Uh, uh, just a correction: the uh, Prestige Kekana was admitted yesterday, actually, at the hospital. Mm. Okay. And uh, they put a drip on him. It was uh, the uh, the blood level and the and the sugar level, things like that. Mm. And this morning they called to say he was getting better, but around nine-ish or so, he passed on. So sad, man. Very, very sad. Very sad. So tell me, uh, when I, Joe, as a as a musician, when I, you play almost all instruments, ne? Yeah, <laughs> It's my first instrument, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so drum is my first instrument. Phil Collins, just like Phil Collins. <laughs> yes, yes, it's like that. Yes. Wow, man. Yeah. Not a lot of, not a lot of people, you know, master drums. So, yeah. tell me, when and how were you first introduced to Brastiv? If I recall very well, I was five years old when my father introduced me and took me with him to an event in Guatemala Hall uh, where my father's band was going to open the stage for Prastiv Kekana. Oh, really? Mm, and uh, ever since, I've known Prastiv as a friend to my father. And when my father passed on in 2001, in 2002, going forward, I started working with Prastiv and Pranana Coyote. So we've been tight like that. He's been actually a father to me since then. And we've been working together ever since. Until last week, uh, uh, rather last of last week, we were celebrating Brazil Xenkosi's uh, legacy mm. with Brazil Xenkosi's family there, Brazil Xenkosi, the saxophone player of jazz, in, uh, in, so in Maponya Mall, Africa Cafe, uh, mm. which was wonderful. Uh, obviously, we, there was a few of us due to the COVID uh, yeah. rules and regulations. And then last week, there's a song of Prastiv that was huge in the 70s. It's called Kodua uh, Yamaseru. Yes. Uh, yes. So I, I tell you, Prastiv, this song is very touching, Prastiv. If you don't mind, allow me to rework this one as well, but I'm only going to need your voice on it. Mm. So last week, Tuesday, you came to record the song. You did it very beautiful. We had fun. But before we finished our session, he was starting to complain about the chest, I mm. mean, the pain on the chest. Mm. So I took him to my doctor. He checked him thoroughly and he said, no, don't panic, Prastiv. The only thing that I'm seeing is your sugar, because you know, he had sugar diabetes. Mm. And he gave him a letter to say if he goes back to Zebetia line Limpompo, he must ask the daughter to change his medication. Mm. He left on Friday. And yes, and this morning, for me, it's like yesterday I was with him and today he's gone. Wow, man. Yeah, just like that. I mean, the fact that, you know, you, you, you thought about this song and asked him to come and record this song, yes. clearly, you know, we never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Absolutely, absolutely. So so tell me this. Um, when you first met Brastiv, how old were you? I was five years old. <laughs> so you're still a baby. 
Okay. Because <laughs> I know for a fact that, you know, sometimes when, when you're a musician and maybe you happen to, to meet a relative or a son of a relative or daughter and they tell you, you know, like, I'm all, you know, I also want to be a musician. Sometimes you don't take it seriously. You're like, ah, let's, well, let's give it a couple of more. <laughs> how, how was his response? Obviously, you know, he's known you since you were five years old. Yeah. What was his response like when you told him that, you know, you're getting into the music industry? Uh, well, his response was he, him hearing me as they were doing the sound check. I was testing the drums. There's a baby like playing that because I always wanted to play drums. Mm. So before the, 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 the sound check, I always play the drums and he was listening. So he told my father, well, this man is going to be a musician. And obviously my father at the time didn't want me to be a musician. He wanted me to pursue being a doctor rather. Because <laughs> yeah. this is a very tough industry. Yes, it's very t- I am seeing it now as it is, and uh, yeah, it is a tough industry. Uh, it's a survival of the survival of the fittest. In any case, uh, uh, ever since when I got to be the musical director of the Roaring Voices, I think it was 2001, 2002, after I was hospitalized uh, from a car accident. Mm. Steve Kekana and Ranana Koyote were singing on that, and I asked them to do the duet with me, which mm. was the Take Your Love and Keep It. From there, I did the duet. I mean, I did a duet with Prestige for his song Ipupo. Yes. Ever since, we then formed a group called the Trio. It was myself, Ranana Coyote, and Dr. Steve Kekana. We've been working like in and out, crazy like that, with beautiful music. And now both of them are are gone and late. And I suppose I'm left to tell of their legacy. Yeah, it's your responsibility now. It's my responsibility indeed. So what would you say was the one characteristic that the public didn't know about, about Brastiv? The, 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 the funny person. You know, Brastiv Abua, all the time he was serious. I could listen to his interviews. You see, it's pivotal. <laughs> he would be saying all those strong. But yes. he was very funny. I remember he, he had some point when we were driving to, uh, I don't remember where, with Pranana. Brastiv was trying to tell the driver that the robot was red. Yes. And remember, Steve is blind. Yes. <laughs> and Steve was laughing. I mean, Pranana was laughing. And I was thinking, but Steve, what do you mean? It's it's green. Raul Boni, it's red. And the whole way through, we were thinking, hey, Steve, what will I achieve when I go through a green robot? But thinking it's how did you know that there were robots there? Uh, he has a sense, you know, it's amazing. Last week when we had the Uber that was taking us to Soweto, I told them I told them that Prestige was going to direct us all the way yes. to uh, Maponya Mall. And the guy said, no ways. And I said, Prestige, from your house, how do we get out of here to the N12? <laughs> and he directed us all the way through. Uh, it, it, it was just amazing. And, and he had that. But on the, in terms of robot, I think he was just making a joke because he couldn't really see. It was yeah. even at night. You know? Yeah, because I know and, there's, and, a, there's, a, there's a relative of mine who's passed on who was blind. And, um, you know, he, he hired a driver. And this driver was naughty. He loved to speed. So every time he did over 140, he would say to him, Hey, when? Stop speeding because he would exactly. open the windows slightly. They, you know, he would they, open the windows. Hey, hey, you go see far and you go speed, man. <laughs> They've got a very amazing sense uh, of almost everything. I mean, if, even if you're pouring a glass for him, he would mm. tell you, <laughs> you know, wow. and uh, when you give him the money, you know, it, it's it, it, like I said earlier on in, in, in people that I've, I've been talking to, that for me, Prasteve is one of those people, I wouldn't say he was disabled, mm. he was just differently abled. 
you know, he was completely differently able. I mean, from a musician to a lawyer, from a lawyer to an advocate, from an advocate mm. to a doctor. I mean, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, and for those uh, people living with disabilities out there, I hope that they are encouraged and they're motivated to get up and live their lives. Mm. We we played uh, Ipupo, you know, as we were trying to get a hold of you. How did the song come about? Uh, it was that time when we were doing the, 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 the Roaring Voices. Because okay. this song originally is Ipupo. It is song originally. Okay. Uh, and, and, and I said to Prasteve, you know, Prasteve, I grew up in a family of Mbaklanga with everyone at home. I just have this twist that I would love to try on this song. And he mm. says, go for it. Let's do it. I mean, like I also did a twist of Take Your Love and Keep It when we did the trio. So we did Ipupo together as a duet. We did the video, which was very fun, and it was very beautiful. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's all those memories that are still stuck in my head. And uh, it, like I said, it was like it's like yesterday he was here with me, and today he's gone. Hmm. Condol- yeah. Condolences to you again. Uh, thank you, thank you so much. Joe, all the best. And uh, please, once you're done with that song, please may we have it so we can play it. Most definitely, I'm on it. As I said, I, it's my responsibility to make sure that I keep their legacy burning. So whatever that I have of them, I'm going to make sure that it goes out there and people can hear it. Absolutely, man. Great chatting Thank to you. you. Have a lovely day. Much appreciated. Thank you so much. All right, shop. There you go. That's Joni, another uh, drama since the age of five and really impressed uh, Steve Kekana. There. What and a beautiful interview. It was nice mm. to get a, you know, a window into how Babu Steve was. Yeah. He was yeah. a bit naughty. Yeah, very so- sophisticated <laughs> and naughty. And naughty. Yeah, may he so rest in peace.